What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. I'm going to give you one big idea to help you be a more godly man today. Today, we're going to talk about staying out of the online ghettos. Uh, but before we talk about that, I want to invite you to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. There you can read some of the various different things that we're writing about a full orb Christian worldview. I got an article getting ready to drop today that's a review of the movie Nefarious. So watch for that. That'll be free at christendomchronicle.substack.com. Also, you can support our family ministry there by becoming a paid subscriber subscriber for just uh, $5 a month. Get some more content there if you want to do that that way. We appreciate it. So today we talk about stay out of the online ghettos. And uh, the subtext for this is avoid the tendency among Christian men to clump themselves into groups and then attack one another on social media. And so this is um, this is something that's been percolating in my mind for a little while now. Really, since I started the podcast, I've been trying to figure out how I want to explain this because I want to call you to avoid unnecessary contention and fighting among our brothers in Christ on the one hand. And on the other hand, I also do not want to discourage you for being strong with regards to your doctrinal convictions and um, defending and holding fast to what you believe to be biblical truth. There's a tightrope to be uh, walked here. But one of the things that happens with Christian men in particular in our culture, we live in this sort of um, social media age. And what happens is that men begin, they clump together in groups around ideas. And many times those ideas are good ideas. Uh, they're biblical ideas. Many times they're godly ideas. But what happens is they, they sort of form an online tribe around this set of ideas. And then they spend all of their time on social media attacking the other Christian tribes of men that are gathered together around some other set of ideas. And so there's these constant bickering back and forth between Christian men. And I've seen instances where there's men that post, you know, five, 10, 15 times a day on Twitter or Facebook attacking this other group of people like they're giving their whole life or a substantial chunk of their life into engaging in this discussion. What happens when men clump together in this way is that um, they they sort of turn themselves into a ghetto, or if you want to use a um, happier term, they turn themselves they turn themselves into a cul-de-sac in the Christian community. People get stuck in that cul-de-sac, and it becomes an echo chamber. And a lot of times, what happens in these smaller groups is that these men are trying to do what God created us to do in one sense, which is fight. We do need to fight, but the thing that they're fighting for, the thing that they're fighting against is sort of this very small cul-de-sac echo chamber thing. And there's maybe two or 300 men involved in this small thing. And they really genuinely think they're taking over the world because they're part of this little echo chamber. And they know a lot of people and they get sucked into this echo chamber and they really get to the way of thinking that everybody, that there's such a huge group of people that agree with them that they really are you know, they're really persuading the world of their ideas. And if you can just zoom out from that and see the fullness of what's happening there, you really get a, you get a better picture. And so what I'm calling you to do is not to disengage from being uh, in groups where you interact with and fellowship with men that agree with you about the doctrines and um, worldviews and so forth that you hold to be dear. But I am calling you to a more um, I'm, I'm calling Christian men to more of a manhood of Catholicity in a certain sense. 
And I want to explain what I mean by that term. I don't mean big C Catholicity. I don't mean Roman Catholicity. I'm, I'm a Reformed Baptist pastor. I believe that uh, Catholic theology and dogma is extremely problematic. And so that's not what I'm talking about. But the word, the word Catholic, lower say, lowercase Catholicity, Catholic is universal. And what I mean when I say that is the recognition that there are other people who are actually Christians that love the Lord, that really are trying to advance his kingdom in the earth, that maybe disagree with me about the things that are most important to me. And what would be better is if I did have intramural fights with that brother and debate, that's the one side of the tension. Have the debate, have the fight, debate with one another, try to win one another over. Godly men should do that. That's the iron sharpening the iron. But on the other hand, also knowing when it's time to then go shoulder to shoulder with that other man, and go to war against the godless culture and society around us that is um, seeking to uh, to that is becoming more pagan and seeking to stamp out, try to stomp out our Christian faith. Of course, we know that that'll never happen. Um, the kingdom will be victorious in the earth, from my perspective. But um, as we advance the kingdom, there comes a time we we have our intramural and our internal fights, but there comes a time when we need to turn and be shoulder to shoulder with other men, even men that disagree with us about even some important theological principles and go to war with the culture uh, with those men. So I want to give you an example of this. Last week I had a meeting with some men. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to give you two examples of this. So last week I had a meeting with some men um, about an institute that we're working together to start off, uh, off of our ministry with Operation Save America. If you're going to find out more about Operation Save America, where I'm the assistant director, you can uh, check out operationsaveamerica.org. But we're starting an institute called the Kingdom Leadership Institute. And at the table, among the four men that were laying the foundations for this institute to train men to be godly pastors or to be godly statesmen or to be godly businessmen, those are the three different tracks. Around the table were uh, myself, who's a Reformed Baptist pastor, uh, post-millennial guy. Um, next to me was a post-millennial Pentecostal charismatic brother, Rusty Thomas. Across the table from him was Jason Storms, who is a Wesleyan uh, Arminian brother. And next to him was a, uh, a John Jacob, who is more of a, um, he would call himself a Calviminian premillennial, um, historic premill brother. We had substantial disagreements about certain things that are very important, I'm sure, to each one of us. But the work that we're doing together is of such value for the sake of the kingdom of God that we set aside those disagreements for the sake of raising up godly men to advance the kingdom and the culture and recognizing that we don't need to agree about our eschatology or even, and I know this is going to catch some of my um, <clears throat> some of my listeners off guard, but we don't even need to agree about the non-essential aspects of our soteriology, our doctrine of salvation. We need to believe that justification is by faith alone, in Christ alone, and, and that sort of a thing. But as far as like an Arminian or a Calvinist or what my friend John would call himself a Calviminian, we can have those debates, and we did. We enjoyed actually having some of those debates as we were meeting together. But And at the same time, recognize that there can be some value in us working together with one another. Now, so that meeting happened, and then the next week I had another meeting with a group of brothers, and this meeting was about starting an association, and this meeting was made up of a bunch of brothers who are all Reformed Baptists, 
And so in this meeting was interesting because contrary to the first meeting and the second meeting, we all ascribe to the same confession of faith. Every person sitting around that table ascribes to the 1689 London Baptist Confession. But even within the confines of that meeting, there were certain doctrines and theologies that there was some disagreement among us about. And we talked through that, how we were going to navigate that as we start this Reformed Baptist Association. And that is a much tighter association of men who I know actually all love all of those other brothers that I mentioned earlier. They all know John and they all know Jason and they all know Rusty and they all look very highly upon those men. But this association was a is a Reformed Baptist 1689 association of pastors. And so you have to ascribe to the Reformed Baptist confession in order to be a part of it. And yet, even among that, there was some there was some disagreement, but the, the circles are drawn, drawn a little tighter. And there's a place for that. There's a place for both of these kinds of engagements and both of these kinds of involvement. And so the thing that I want to call you men to is to be uh, not get yourself so caught up in the echo chamber that you only ever interact with and you only ever do ministry with men who agree with you about everything that you believe as a Christian. There is room for disagreement on secondary and tertiary uh, doctrinal disagreements. And we should have those discussions and we should argue and debate with one another. But we shouldn't spend our whole lives doing that. We should spend more time than standing shoulder to shoulder with one another and advancing the kingdom of Christ into the earth. And that's where I'm talking about this lowercase c Catholicity, understanding the value of men who hold certain theological distinctives with which we would probably wholeheartedly disagree, and we should have those arguments and debates, but also be able to stand side to side with those men and advance the kingdom into the earth. And so I want to encourage and invite you men to that. Get out of the echo chamber. Don't let yourself get caught up in the online ghetto. Have those debates and discussions, but don't give your life to them. We want to advance the kingdom of Christ into the earth. So that's what I got for you today. God bless, brothers.